Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Chuchiatri on the Trainworks video game Choo Choo's anime podcast. It is October 20th as of recording. 2020 is the year. And we're here to talk about anime. Not a specific anime this week. That's, uh, that's in a couple weeks from now. We'll be talking about Angel Beats, just a reminder. But for now, with me as always, Elvie. Hello. Hey. And John. Rose, I'm going to be honest with you. This has been one of the most harrowing seasons of anime yeah. so far. <laughs> it's pretty, since we, yeah. Since we have started, it has been, like, nonstop drama, I feel like. Well, what kind of... Well, yeah, what kind of drama do you mean? I mean, there's several things going on, but I Exactly. Mean... Exactly. Hmm. Well, we will one... get into it. Okay. What do we want to start with? We could start with the the one I feel like is immediately, uh, you know. I I still don't know what which one you mean because there's so <laughs> I, many. I, I don't know which <laughs> that, one you mean. That is I, true. I, I'm I, just talking. I'm just talking is, in general. You know, there's a lot okay. of shit that's just going crazy. <laughs> name one. Name one right now, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to like. I don't want to like bl- blow the load a little too quickly <laughs> Lead, here. Okay. You know, start with like a low key one. The low key one. All right. I mean, I, I feel like talking about the Higarashi problem in a okay. sense here is something we could talk about because sure. you know we we talked last time. Like I spoke about how I enjoyed that first episode, and then you know LV, you went on and spoke about how you're a fan of Higarashi. Yeah, yeah. And you're excited about this. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm upset, and you know, you 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 have this written down for yourself as well. But um, if if you want, you can talk about what went down with the marketing for Higarashi, and then I, the reason why I'm upset should become uh, should become evident. So, um, a lot of what people were led to believe is that the implication is that this new Higarashi was outright a reboot a remake, so to speak, um, and was just going to be a retelling of the original anime. Uh, or at least not even the original anime, but like an original, uh, like one of the original stories, at least, from the get-go. But, <laughs> because, like, after episode one, and also specifically how episode one ends, you know, the, uh, for people who've seen the series before, or, like, have a familiarity with how the events of the the games go, the story goes... Um, there was a final shot in the first episode that was very, I think, foreboding to what this, unfortunately, this problem leads into and what the problem mm-hmm. is. And it turns out the series is not actually a remake, but uh, it turns out it is actually some sort of loose sequel, uh, so to speak, to at least the original anime. And there's a chance that it might be veering into original uh, original new plotline in that regard because of that. 
And the problem is, like, like I said, a lot of people, a lot of the marketing around the show led people to believe that this was some sort of remake. But now we kind of run into the issue where we're, we're entering episode two. And episode two literally starts off with uh, revealing a very significant character up front without really saying who it is. So if you're new to the series, you're going to be like, who is that? But also at the same time, you're being revealed a very significant plot thread that you probably should not know yet or have questions about at this point in the series. Um, and <laughs> and I think there's th- I think there's a huge problem here in both regards to the marketing of the show, but also the framing of how this show is going to be. Probably, I do sense that the show I do sense that with you know going in past that, like the series still is going to be good or at least mm-hmm. compelling enough to keep watching. But now this that now this creates a significant problem for someone like John who's like a newcomer and wants to watch the series, but then it's it has all these like references and now 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 we're going in with the context okay there's going to be some things in the series that is going to confuse newcomers and really is meant to egg on people who already are familiar with what happens in the series and i think that's really bad writing i think like i think if they wanted to do that they should not frame the series from the get-go how it is um up front Mm -hmm. i i think they could have done that in a more clever way without without potentially spoiling the experience i think of someone coming in for instance i'm not sure for instance outright showing these weird easter egg scenes that will prelude to something that only someone like me who's familiar with the stuff that happens and certain plot details would know and get Mm -hmm. whereas yeah whereas someone who's not familiar with that stuff it's just going to be confusing if not kind of yeah like i said it it, it, it might somewhat spoil this experience because now you kind of have this familiarity with stuff you don't know about but at the same yeah. time just seeing that stuff is like huh, it's it kind of it kind of ruins the mystery and the suspense of like what the show's going for yeah it, it definitely does because yeah like i i watched the first episode really liked it and then tonight i was like okay i'm just gonna start up the second episode i know it's not it's not actually a remake or whatever, but I'll just see what happens. And it starts off saying that someone dies and talking about, like, a bunch of weird shit that I, you know, couldn't pick up on from the first episode. And I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, like, it, it flew over my head because I didn't really know what was going on. But, yeah, you're right. Like, if I kept watching stuff I, and and then even going back to the old stuff, you know, it might be, like, a little wonky, you know? It's just... Mm-hmm. It was such a bad idea saying that this was going to be good for newcomers. Like, I get that they wanted to have this twist of, oh, you know, it's the foundation of the thing that you remember, but we're playing around with it. But it was after the first episode, you know? It's not like they... It's not like the rebuild of Evangelion, where they remade the first few episodes in that first movie, and then halfway through the second movie, things started to... Well, okay, there were little things in the second movie, but like, like halfway through the second movie is when it really starts to peel off. And on this, it was one episode in. So they didn't even yeah. play around with it that much. It was just like, oh, we got you all hyped up that we were going to remake it, but then we didn't. It's like, okay, sure, all right, well, now I'm just not going to watch it because, yeah. you, you, like, you know, 
I mean, I might still end up watching it eventually because I am a little interested in Higurashi stuff now. I might, like, read the visual novel or watch the old anime or something like that, but now I'm behind everything and it just, it's it's a bad feeling and I I don't know, it was, it's just such a bad way to get people interested in stuff and, like, really the reason why I'm interested is because it's mostly because I see you and I see other people whose opinions I trust getting excited over this. And, like, if I didn't know Higurashi fans who were so excited about this, I would probably be... I, I would absolutely not be looking into that because I would be turned off from it, from them pulling that shit. But now I'm like, I'll give it... I'll, I'll try something else and I'll see if I like it enough to maybe get to this new anime. It's It's... It's a bad idea. They really should not have done this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely dropped the ball with that. And I agree with you. I think, like I said, there could have been a more clever way to do this in a very yeah. subtle way that would that would not alienate new people. I think I think this could have this could still be a sequel. But like you said, like it, they, they were like really overt about it from the get go. It's like, oh, okay, that's that's a little weird. That's this is not really helpful to anyone. Um, and yeah, it's definitely something. Yeah, it's definitely something that I think like if someone's can stomach like horror and violence and whatever the stuff that happens like for something like this it's definitely something worth exploring because yeah it kind of was a significant thing mm-hmm. back then and like and especially in the um, when it comes to like do dojin game history i i think it i think it really was one of the first series where it kind of monopolized this idea of i'm gonna for uh the, the creator was like i'm gonna sell this game in parts and that's how i'm gonna make money out of this i'm literally mm-hmm. gonna have two different versions of basically the same game which this is literally what that is it's like where one one copy of the game is here here's the problems that happen but that literally you have to you have to get another copy of the game though to get the answers and to figure out what the hell's going on which is a really funny but <laughs> but looking back i'm like i think a lot of smaller games creators back then didn't think about something like that so that's pretty that's pretty smart honestly but i think it, it, it kind of yeah it kind of so in terms of like games history like i think that it kind of had like a little stint in that <laughs> aspect and, and now now here we are um where yeah, like it got it got big. It got it was a big deal because people were like, "Oh fuck, look at these cute anime girls doing horrible, violent things," and mm-hmm. the memes that came out of it right around that time. Because I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people who were like stepping to anime at that point in time, like years ago, were like, "Oh, this is like the edgiest thing I've ever seen," which which is really not, but it is. It still gets pretty messed up. But mm-hmm. very interested too to see how they translate some of like the horrible things that happen to. I'm like, I'm curious as to how they're going to revisit those. But yeah. So yeah, yeah, hopefully at some point you're able to <laughs> absorb the Higurashi in some manner. But yeah, unfortunately, it's probably not in your best interest for to do it through this new anime, mm-hmm. right? Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, oh well, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not like devastated or anything. Yeah. It's just it's a bummer and it's sloppy of them and not worth it whatsoever. <laughs> you <Right>. know, <laughs> they they really could have. They could have gotten more people into it being upfront that it was a sequel. You know? Oh, or yeah. The, like, if they were just like, hey, w- this is a sequel, check out the old stuff. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of the Higurashi visual novels on Steam now. And Yeah, it- yeah. A lot of them have been remastered. Most of it. I, I think there's still a lot that hasn't been. Because, again, like, a, the whole thing where, like, it, it was deliberately made in p- different parts. <laughs> right. um, but a lot of it has been remastered, even when you artwork and whatnot, if one cannot yeah. <laughs> tolerate the original artwork. But, um, yeah. It's, it's totally at least the main parts i think are, are accessible mm-hmm. now today 
part of part of the weird thing to me is just like there. I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I saw someone saying that a lot of the Higurashi stuff that would theoretically be in this part still hasn't been localized over here either. Hmm. Like there's like Xbox 360 games or something and mm-hmm. like other stuff and. That's yeah, an aspect so, I've been so, seeing recently. It's so, like, dispersed. It's really weird. Yeah. And, um, it, again, like I'm saying, it's both, like, an interestingly revolutionary thing, but also a very unconventional thing, which is a reason why a lot of games don't do that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Hmm. This, oh, well. I, yeah, I think it's a really weird choice for them to have done that. I think it's been so long since the first Higurashi one that... I, I probably I would have thought to just yeah I don't know maybe you they could have done this you know maybe they could have just done this and also done a remake I don't know yeah, yeah. oh well uh, all right let's break up the pace let's see here what do we got what do we got um got a lot yeah okay so week. uh. Sleeping Princess, John. Mm-hmm. You watch this. Did yeah. you see this LV too? Not yet. Not yet. Oh man, it's so good. I I'm think very excited. I think you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll like this twisted woman. Um, that's pretty good. I, uh, yeah. She's just sleeping. She she really is just sleeping. She's obsessed with sleeping. She is All like right. a psychopath. Um, oh. She is fucked up. Yeah, she's, like she's... she has killed people. Uh, because she sleeps yeah so like in the first episode one of the things that she does is the very first thing that she does when she once she's kidnapped or whatever in the demon prison is she's like damn i can't sleep i need a better bed and she looks at these little teddy bear guards or whatever they're just floating teddy bears and she's immediately like i could just kill them and take their fur and they're just like crying and she's like okay i won't do that and she like brushes them and makes a pillow or whatever out of the extra fur and it's like okay okay so she's she's normal i guess she's she's not that literally like immediately after that she kills like this living like sheet ghost thing that's just going Uh around named ghost shroud she just kills him and takes his body and makes like sheets out of him Oh my god. And That's like, like literally an animal skin then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's like so, a person that talks. <laughs> so they make it like less of a big deal because, you know, they're all demons and also they can get revived. But there's points where she cuts them up just enough to keep them alive, but doesn't oh. like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that oh part god. was fucked up. She's like, yeah, here, I don't need your head or arms. You can stay alive. Yeah. It's uh, fucked up. Yeah. There's a part where this man comes in eventually, and he's finally like, like everyone else just sort of like is letting her do shit for some reason. Like they just are like, oh, we don't want to bug her <laughs> or something. And, like she, there's a point where this one dude's like, I've had enough. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna like give her what for or whatever. And he goes in there, and she has like thirty dead bodies of the little sheet ghost or whatever just scattered all around. And it's just like, what the fuck. Uh, yeah, it's oh a gosh. twisted program. Uh, she has died also. Oh, shit. Like, four times from, like, falling in lava, um, getting shocked by a dragon. Um, then how, the did she, how did she resuscitate? So she gets a little gravestone, like, in an RPG, and then uh-huh. they take the gravestone well, to the church, and then she <gasps> responds. <Yeah. laughs> um, oh. They have a little, like, 
demon pope who has like a horns and the pope hat over his horns which is pretty good um mm-hmm. the whole thing i really like is it's all castlevania type stupid enemies <laughs> like yeah just really dumb shit uh yeah I, I really like it uh what do you think john yeah what do you think i mean it's like it's two jokes it's, it's two jokes it's that's for sure like two or three yeah but they're all they build upon it and i the characters are kind of cute and that's really it it's it is completely empty calories just you know it's cute and it's funny and that's it it's a honestly though like i i feel like if it was in any other season i wouldn't be so ready to eat it up but because it's in this season <laughs> it's like the one of the more normal non-horrific shows this season so i'm just like fuck it this bitch loves sleeping that's great you know like yeah. <laughs> it had um very similar vibes to um i don't know if it's the same studio or not endro that was that show I watched a bit ago that was about, like, the, whatever, all the four anime girls who were, like, trying to beat a demon lord or whatever. It was, uh, it's very, <laughs> same energy. Um, yeah, it's, it's by the numbers, like you said, like, very, mm-hmm. like, yep, here, here's the two jokes. I'm interested to see what they go with it. I think it's funny that they translated Akatsuki to Donner as the name of the hero. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... I mean, it works. I just think it's funny that they would call him Donner, because that's a name, for sure. Sure um, is. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just having fun. I, I think, like, the, the way I'm having the most fun with it is just how unhinged she is, I guess. Like, it could have been, you know, just, like, very basic, like, mm-hmm. her doing shit. But she is just really, mm-hmm. really unhinged. Did you see the newest episode? I don't think so, no. No. Okay. That one, she gets extra unhinged. Like... What do you mean extra? She's killed so many, like... Well, she... She summons a twink to... Like, she... She, she, um... She wants to read... She wants to read a book to get tired. She wants to read an extra boring book. And she finds, like, this ancient grimoire. And when she opens it up, it summons, like, the spirit of the book, which is just this twink. And she's like, all right. And he's like, I could just destroy all the demons for you. And she's like, no, I just want to sleep. And so he gives her sleep powers, like a a sleep spell. And she casts it and puts everyone to sleep. But it doesn't put her to sleep. Oh, my God. (laughs) I... I really liked the, uh, my favorite scene so far has been the one where she walks into that, like, meeting with all the demons or whatever, where they're talking about the sleep <laughs> potion, and she just grabs the sleep potion, and he's like, uh, can I help you? And she's just like, bye, and, like, leaves, and he's like, no, please. They're just, they're just like, we need that for the, we need this for the meeting, and she just, like, looks at them like, are you sure you do? <laughs> I, lo- I love, yeah, it's, I... I'm interested to see how it goes. It could very, you know, very much just become like boring after a certain point, but I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. Um, Elvie, are you caught up on Yasuhime? Because I'm one episode behind, I think now. I, I I only got up to episode two. Okay, me as uh, well. Not three. Okay. All right. Well. Um, yeah, you wrote here that she has a whole ass gym set in her bedroom. She has a whole she ass sure gym set in her bedroom. <laughs> Bath, I was astounded. So was her like, oh, her foster oh father is Kagome's brother, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. Okay. okay. Yeah, and he kind of has an idea what happened. So basically, um, 
So basically, this is still kind of like a flashback episode. Well, actually, I'm not sure. But anyway, like the like first episode origins. was literally a bigger flashback episode where it showed the original cast of characters. And uh, and there were some shenanigans going on with our three new main characters, you know, whatever. And I'm not sure at what point we're going to return to that. But then it goes back to their childhoods and explains, okay, Shishmara had two twins. They got separated. And one of them ended up in the modern world. And she got founded by Kagome's... A younger brother who is now an adult he has his own family and he kind of recognized like okay I, I get what's happening here some time traveling bullshit's happening again i'm gonna take her and raise her but um in, in the modern world and then meanwhile there's still other stuff going on in that past timeline and now they all basically now are zap zap back into that t- past um demon shenanigans happening as they are something's up um and they don't recognize each other they don't remember each other um, the daughter who was zapped in the modern world, oh, well, she kind of she kind of has a, does, a sense yeah. of her memory back. Huh? To- I thought that the, the Toa remembers that she has a sister. I think the she Toa recognized remembers, yeah, she her like sister. immediately, right? Like yeah, she's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But the other sister does not. Yeah, yeah, the other sister does not. Um, there was a, a returning older character, which is I think Sango's younger brother, who again is adult. But like, it's interesting. He doesn't recognize the three of them. At some point, he runs into them. He doesn't recognize Inuyasha's daughter. Inuyasha yeah. and daughter. Um, so there's definitely a lot of questions whether or not um, maybe a lot of them got separated over time, but that makes no sense as to why they wouldn't I don't know, like, so I think there's the definitely something underlying, dead? maybe. Like, yeah. where are they? Like, where's Inuyasha, yeah. you know? Like, where's... Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of questions. Like, you know, I, it kind of doesn't make sense as to why there's the classic case of like you know the parents are just abandoned their kids in the sequel syndrome are they all dead like you know is that like the cl- that classic issue oh they just killed the off, i guess but who knows at this point i don't i don't i don't think there's a lot to figure out what what's going on quite yet but there's definitely some i think there's some i would like to believe there's something like up you know intentionally yeah. not that there's some bizarre continuity error going on here um yeah but yeah very interesting so far action's pretty good still um and I yeah. think the only thing that drove me insane is that I think in the next episode preview they had Kaede there, or maybe she was yeah. in the episode, and I was just like, "Man, Kaede's like a hundred years old <laughs> yes. in feudal Japan. Like what? Beyond yeah, beyond the average lifespan of that time period. That is like weird. She's I don't know. so old. <laughs> they didn't make her look older. They just kept her looking right. the same too, which is yeah. <laughs> Like, I remember people were like, oh, my God, is that going to be Kagome? <laughs> they all looked the same. But, you know, it's, it's just her they still. They truly did not. They truly put so much work into these, like, really cool, like, main character designs. But with all the older characters, they're like, nah, fuck it. We're just going to keep yeah, them looking exactly the same because we, we don't think our viewers would remember how they look like. Sure. Um, no, yeah. But, yeah, she has a Toa, again, the girl who... Was, who ended up getting raised in the modern time period, the present day time. She has a fucking gym set in her bedroom. She's like 13, 14, whatever. She's like in middle, she's like a preteen. She's a whole, she's fucking ripped for her age. I don't <laughs> understand. It's all kept in her bedroom. It's terrifying. And then, and then she just has the audacity to like beat up. Oh yeah, she later in that same episode, she's like defending her like younger foster sister, younger stepsister, like her, her adopted dad's actual daughter. Um, from like bullies, I I, they, I think they're literally I think those are literally character designs from um, Yurusei Yatsura. I think uh, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what like someone it, clarified yeah. like yeah they're actually 
weird background characters from your city yes, sir, they just decide to use. Um, and she just beats them up. She's, like, way too cool. But, yeah, a ripped 14-year-old. Very terrifying. Very terrifying. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, just a lot of questions so far. I, there isn't really much, to, not much to say about speculation, I guess. <laughs> um, the uh, the thing that I, I I really appreciate. I I mean, <clears throat> okay, let me restart. <clears throat> There's a derangement here again to to continue uh-huh. <laughs> of like how like ridiculous it is that she just like has to fight these dudes every day or something like that. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Um, apparently and then she, they just they're just taking it knowing that she's good at like she beats beating. them all every time without even getting right hit. so i'm like why and are they like, bothering why still? do they keep doing it yeah um <laughs> it was very much like i don't know why this is happening to her i guess this is what shishomaru's life was like so um i did appreciate also that in the first episode he's like why are you wearing a boy's uniform and she's like i hate gender this is the stupidest thing in the world <laughs> or whatever yeah and literally she, yeah and it's just like but like if she goes back to the past it's not gonna get better i don't like right i don't know <laughs> what that plot line is going to be like um i don't know what's up with their little pearls that come out of places their eyeballs yeah it's in their eyeballs but inuyasha's daughter just has the has it in a, like a little clam for some reason yeah um i did like that inuyasha's daughter can also do the arrows that's really good mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this. I'm glad that it's just... It continues to just be in Yasha, uh, which yeah. is really good, because it could have very easily not been, like how Boruto sucks ass. Um, <laughs> not that Naruto, you know, didn't suck ass in the end or anything, but, you know. Um, not yet. It's still, it still... Feel, it, it feels like the original series. You know, yeah, it has those vibes, yeah. like, just all the yeah. way. Like, the, the way it proceeds throughout as it's going on, the music. Yeah, the, yeah. it's good good um i did just look up what our me and my roommate looked up what sunrise has been doing since they're doing this too and like obviously they do gundam but like mm-hmm. literally all they do is gundam or did we own this property in the 90s we're doing a new one <laughs> like, <laughs> they haven't made anything new in like pretty safe 20 years or something pretty safe yeah it is pretty safe um okay okay uh John. Hi. How's Dragon Quest? Speaking of old things. Yeah, uh, it's normal. It's extremely normal. It is the most normal possible show. <laughs> it uh, is. It's very pretty, and uh, I enjoy watching it to an extent, but it's so. It, it is showing its age every episode. And not in necessarily a bad way. It's the kind of thing where. It's like replaying an old Dragon Quest game. It's like going back to an NES and Super Nintendo Dragon Quest and, you know, dealing with the limitations of the time. And, well, this is like a patched up version. This is the, the, the HD remake, in a sense. It's still the same story that was from the 80s, early 90s. And that is how that was back then. And it's just, you know, it's, 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 there's the training arc just started. So Dai is learning how to do all the moves. Isn't that exciting? It's not really, it's not really exciting. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. It feels, it literally does feel like an old Saturday morning cartoon. It's like, this is Mm -hmm. not something I think 
I, I think if I was much younger and like this is something I would look forward to watching every morning that weekend. Like this this is what would motivate me to bother waking up early on the weekend, right? And, but but other than that, it's um it's just it's just something on a very straight line trajectory. It's mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't really have highs or lows. There's like a lot of fun parts, but it's not something where uh, me right now who would probably have more interest in something that's a little more a little you know it, it has a little more going on with it. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's just it's just like it's just going you know it, it, for me it's yeah it's literally hard to describe since we have I think John you just pretty much said that yeah he's just he just learned magic he just learned, learned a little more magic recently and like saved a princess but that's pretty much it that's pretty mm-hmm. much what happened and then there's someone coming in who's trying to potentially like train him more or, or maybe there's an alternate motive but that's pretty much it. it it just very much feels like this is something I'm just gonna catch on TV and I'll sit down and watch it but it's not something like I'm gonna go out of my way to try to watch because I don't <laughs> for any anything that interesting that will happen is not gonna be that compelling me you know it's not gonna be that compelling for I'm gonna be on the edge of a seat my seat yeah you, know, like, you don't know what happens you know like the latest episode they just basically say that the demon king is back they don't really yeah. show it all the monsters yeah. go crazy but they're just like oh it's because the demon king's back and then two two guys roll up on the island and one of them looks like die when he's older and like i i remember you know in the opening in the op i thought that it was like oh you know maybe there's going to be some kind of time skip or something and that's die in the future no it's this guy and his name is pop with two p's at the end it's pop <laughs> yes <laughs> and the other guy is is ivan de zinuar the second who is the hero tutor and he's just like, I'm going to teach Dai how to be a hero in one week. And I'm going to yep. give him the hard course. And he also cures all the all the monsters from being evil. He just, like, casts a spell to make them all nice. And then it's just training. That's all it is. The rest of the episode is just Dai training. And I'm pretty sure the next episode is just going to be Dai training. It's, 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 it's old school shonen. This is original shit this is the original kind of shonen and you know if you don't want that that's fine i get it but this is very pretty to look at so i'm not too upset to watch it i am still enjoying it i still think if you you know if you enjoy dragon quest if you enjoy these kinds of stories it's still good cool i I can't imagine that would definitely be um a little harder off of what elvis had to to, uh, get into um, you know, like, for example, like I just said, like, oh, it's great to have Inuyasha again. And, you know, Inuyasha isn't exactly, like, par for the course, wasn't exactly par for the course for what shonens were like at that time period. Mm-hmm. It was very, you know, more, uh, shoujo, I guess, more. Yeah, it had, it had romantic elements, but also that was yeah. not even the strong, that was definitely, like, I think, honestly, the weaker. Yeah, absolutely. The that series part. anyway, but. But it there was this vibe to it that was yeah, very, um, yeah. you know, anachronistic at the time. Whereas, like, I feel like it, it must be harder to get into something like this, where this is just, you know, a very, like, yep, it's a good one of those of the <laughs> time period when a lot of other ones have come out since and built off of it, I imagine. Yeah, I, I just think that you need to keep in mind that this is based on an old older story. Yeah. As long as you can do that, you know, like, it's it's worth it to go back to those kinds of stories. Yeah. It's worth it to see where the, you know, where Shonen came from, where these stories originated from, and to see the backbone of today's stories. 
And just as much as it is important to go back to old video games to see where newer ones got their ideas and, like... It is very much worth it to see this, especially in the new updated form. But just keep that in mind. That's all. Yeah. Well, let me let me you know. Speaking of the new updated form, let me tell you, I am very much liking Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. which is the hot shown in this season. Oh, um, it's very fun. Yeah, I finally yeah. Um, yeah stepped into it. It's very it's very good. What? Uh, incredible opening animation. Oh. Awesome. Incredible yeah. ending. ending. Uh, Both of love them. That. Yeah. Uh, great music mm-hmm. throughout the whole show, I think. Just right. in general, this yeah. good soundtrack. Um, uh-huh. Great animation in general, also, just very yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, how Are you caught up all the way? I think I'm on the most recent episode. Um, they introduced uh, Hammer Girl. All right, <laughs> yeah. Well, Hammer Girl. As I get used to the names. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it is very much like... She is unhinged. They're she all. Is. They're both unhinged. That's I mean, they're like, all unhinged, but yeah. like each in their own different way. Um... <laughs> I feel like I've said this before, but um, when we were watching Demon Slayer, how um, the thing that I really like about modern shonen uh, compared mm-hmm. to the old stuff is like if you go and look at like, listen, Gon's a nice kid, but he's really <laughs> fucked up a lot of the time, and like Naruto is a bastard, and I don't know how you could ever like him, and then like Ichigo's a real bastard too and oh, you go and look at yeah. all these old shonen people and it's just like there's they're like bastards. bastards or they're annoying or like the, and like they were like unhinged and you're supposed to be like oh you feel bad for them but like with Naruto I could not feel bad for him this is like his rich dad died and he's just living here like you know like that's how it felt with Naruto um for me anyways uh but like with all these new ones like this this uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen man he is like so unhinged, but he's not annoying. He's like mm-hmm. he's charming, I guess. Like yeah, yeah. and just how like much of like a dweeb he is, I guess. Yeah, yeah. While also just being like crazy. Like he's his like them just saying like, yeah, he's cursed now and he has all these powers, but he was just sort he of ate fucked a, up a before. Fucking demon tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, ate a rancid dead body part and yeah. this is why he's here now, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, but he's like, yeah, he was fucked up before, like that first episode where he, right, you know, right. did all this. Stuff. It, in the just, occult club, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, what did he say? He said, he's like, uh, the uh, principal of the school when he goes there to apply, he's one of three first years for the school. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he says, he says, like, he introduces himself and says, I like uh, beautiful women like Jennifer Lawrence. And you're just yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like,. And at some point, he's um he he when he gets instituted in the the whole like the whole like gang right the whole yeah. gang where they have to like um he he like you know when he moves into this the dorm he literally puts up this poster of this like white blonde like yeah <laughs> and it's just casually like yeah like what it's such a good weird detail like like the series has really good weird nuances like like weird eccentric behaviors that these characters all have and they're just doing it on the side like it does a very good job at showing and not telling to show how bizarre like this world is and how these characters are and what their quirks are um you know and it's it's just very good and i think they're they're playing off each other very well too yeah like they're all weird in their own way they have the little sasuke kid right and he's just like there he's the most normal like because he's he's not saying anything at least so far he seems like not happy to be around yeah Uh Uh um but not in like the sasuke way where sasuke is a prick to everyone just in the way of like he's like i want to go home uh yeah um 
I also will say I think that the uh, the little uh, you know the Huncyclopedia or whatever the ending bit that they do in all these shonen shows where they talk right. is I really liked the one for the most recent episode. It felt just mm-hmm. like an extension of the show uh, rather oh, yeah, than yeah. like a weird. Now it's the time for jokes type thing. Uh huh. Even though it was very much now is the time for jokes, but it was like they're mm-hmm. just so like it's a dark show, right? Like in terms of it like is. what it's, they're it's, doing. It's, it, yeah, there's moments where it's really like what, what, yeah, there's body horror. This is a body yeah. horror show. And uh, but there's still just there's such a sense of humor and lightness to it, but it doesn't like interfere with that like that harsh vibe right. that it has anyway. Right. Um, right. It's 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 been a good balance, I think, between these you know um lighter moments and the darker stuff i think i think so far there's it's there's just been a good balance yeah yeah um and the uh, fight scenes all look really cool yeah uh the effects that they do on different things like whenever they do magic how it looks like um maybe watercolor is the wrong word but uh you know what i mean like it has that different yeah uh, there's like a there's like an interesting smoky yeah misty effect that has going on looks really cool seen a lot um yeah it's good i think it's fun, extremely funny that their teacher is just reverse kakashi though where he is covering <laughs> yeah. his eyes instead of his mouth right right <laughs> but same hair and everything same attitude yep. for pretty much like mm-hmm. just reverse kakashi um yeah i'm really enjoying that really really looking forward to watching more of that the next episode is called uh, the curse womb must be destroyed or yeah, something oh, like that yeah. uh-huh. on that literally yeah Incredible. The next, the, the next episode preview. Oh yeah, right. Literally, there's a uh, there's a giant monster womb in the sky. <laughs> and, As yeah, it right. does. Sorry, that was interrupting uh-huh. you, but the title is like "Cursed Womb" or something. The cursed Ooh. womb must die. That was it. Cursed right. womb must die. And the other thing that got me is they just end that episode by saying like, "Oh yeah, by the way, one of them will die." So one of them fucking will die. One of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think the only god. thing that didn't hit for me in these episodes at all was just I thought the whole backstory for the girl or whatever where she's talking about her friend was weird. It was just sort of very, weird. Yeah, it was very bizarre. It like was touched upon, but I don't think it go- gets enough details to me for to understand what happened. Yeah. It was just As weird. far as we know, like it just seems like oh, or maybe she's covered, you know, she's a little weird with the rest of them, but She's kind of just put it on this kind of show that she just wants to be around because she wants the glamour life in the city. But in terms of her relationship with her sister, which she has been hinting at, she's like, oh, yeah, I hope my sister's proud of me now that I'm here in, like, Tokyo, working in Tokyo. And so it, it's not really clear what's going on there. It's, it it's just seems a little... It's yeah. like dropping hints to nothing. It was weird, like just the way they yeah. like just threw it out there sort of like that. Right, like, just, but then like, they don't really cut show what happened. yeah. Yeah. Or explain what happened. I'm sure just, they'll do it later. It just probably. was abruptly, you know, dropped. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be explored more. But yeah, it was a little weird. Um, I did notice the panda doing parkour in the opening now, though, uh, which uh-huh. you know I did not know there was a panda. Uh, but okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like that. Sometimes it's just a panda. <laughs> um, I imagine it probably has something to do with the uh, principal. Of the, who has like all the stuffed animals that are alive or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. something yeah um like puppeteering them yeah yeah all right do you want to go to something fucked up again what's something else that's fucked up that's oh, going boy. on we're, we're gonna get back into the into the pain 
Yeah, it was good. Well, I think like yeah, it was good. We had a good little okay, break. Okay, but which which is that referring to again? No, again, there's yeah. Several which one? Things which one do we want to go to? That yeah. have had pain. Okay, there's like the funny pain and legitimate pain. Which should we go into? <laughs> Let's go with legitimate pain. Get it out of the way. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, yeah. we're we're gonna get into wandering witch then. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Yikes. Right, who, who wants to who wants to tackle this one? Oh, uh, um, I can I can totally yeah. go into it. Okay, go um, for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right, Wandering Witch. Um, a lot of us um, went into this series with the impression that with, with a very misleading impression of what this series might be. But at this point, too, I don't know really what the series will be, and that yeah. is literally what I wrote in the notes. I'm like, I don't know what this series is going to be. It's very. It's very worrisome. I have hesitations, but I will keep watching the series to figure out what happens until something actually does set me off. But otherwise, um, well, okay. So yeah, in the beginning, the beginning of the series, she this is a young girl who wants to become a witch. She goes through this whole ordeal and training mm-hmm. with a very through a very arduous, unhinged training session where this um, witch in the woods tr- uh, teaches her and like basically makes her do housework and whatnot and turns out like oh she was negotiating with her parents to basically do all this weird stuff with her and be really harsh on her to kind of teach her a lesson and you know there's this implications either because she just wants to make make it clear oh, the world out there is harsh or you know maybe she also wants to just put a dent in like the girl's ego and it's 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 clear up front this girl young girl has an ego she's one of the youngest witches um, to have passed like the certification to become a witch and now she, the whole series is about her journey journey yeah sorry adventuring throughout the world and each episode's gonna have like different stories and mm-hmm. there's, there's gonna be this anthologic nature to it you know this is a series about basically a traveler and we are following a traveler who's yeah. gonna experience different and, worlds and that's not a yeah. bad and that's not a, that's bad, not idea, a bad idea at all. especially um, because you know having this main character who is kind of a shithead and has an ego traveling around meeting people that could be a way for her to learn to have less of an ego to find people and put them you know ahead of her and stuff like that but instead she's fucking insane and everyone else is insane like i i I think i think we 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 want to talk about the newest episode of course but it's important i think to talk about the second episode do you want to or what uh, you can go. You can go for it if you okay. want to take turns with it. The second episode, she goes to this village. Like uh, she, she keeps saying she's going to country to country, but it's really just like cities or villages. Yeah. And she meets this other girl who is also trying to be a witch, but she's really bad at it. And she, she's also extremely lonely, and is so desperate to just be like near somebody. That she kind of, sort of does some like, like she's. I think she steals like her the the pin from the from the witch. I forget the main girl's name. It's like Elena, right? Elena. Yeah, yeah. she steals Elena's pin that shows that she's a witch. Because like you need to show that to like be proven to be one, or else people give you the cold shoulder. And instead of you know actually giving her some kind of condolences, you know, actually spending time with her, anything like that. She just goes, you know, I think it's good that you're alone. I'm going to give you a hat, though. And she gives her a hat and just leaves. She says it's important to know that uh, you'll always be alone and that uh, being alone is good. And it was like, what? It's unhinged. It's unhinged. Also, there was, like, weird lesbian coding in that episode. Also, like, 
multiple and it times. Was, it wasn't like they both were. It was like that one girl. Yeah, because she was talking about. Girl. Yeah, she was talking about like you know like missing a friend so dearly and wanting to hold her and shit like that. So yeah, lesbian coded, which does kind of put a bit more of a stink to it. Where if they wanted the desperate girl to be gay, then Elena shoving her off is kind of like a gay panic thing almost. Uh, if you th- if you really think about it, mm-hmm. but then you get to episode three. Oh god! <laughs> and the first half of it is <laughs> weird, but like it's not that bad. It's yeah. like this weird horror kind of thing. She where is a shit in that though. Like but, she's but like she is still shitty. Yeah, she was. So she literally is entering this new place, and she's like, "Oh my god, deliver these." Okay, she meets a woman, and she who requests her, "Can you deliver these?" Fl- like. She wants to deliver flowers on behalf of this woman she just randomly meets in the field. And she's like, oh, I want you to deliver it to this town to, you know, for my brother or whatnot. And then she goes to this town and she's just really rude to the security guard for some reason. Yeah, he's like, just she's, like, hey. Like, he honestly, since they're like asking you, you know, hey, you're like entering this town. You're a stranger. This I just country. need to know what you're doing. Like, it is a yeah. country. Like, you have to consider <laughs> like the medieval ideology of like, there were just countries everywhere. There weren't like, yeah. You know. But he's literally just asking, can I just see it? I, like, he wasn't, there wasn't, this man literally was not doing anything, you know, I, I like, I, but she was just being weird and wants to keep passing on, and, like, it was very bizarre. Um, and then it turns out there's, like, something really messed up going on, on, like, in this town. There's, like, a bizarre thing where does this, this plague of some sort where these plants are actually, like, infesting people in a very literal way. It's making them sick. It's, like, literally zombifying them. Um, so that's why, so then, <laughs> so then, and then, so then we get into this huge issue where, you know, we find out the, the guards actually, like, hit, that's his sister, the, the woman she, the Elena meets in the beginning, who, like, wanted the flowers to be delivered, um, and, but, you know, you know, the problem is that, you know, when Elena ends up returning to the girl, the, the woman has turned, I guess, so there's like a huge, there's also huge gaps in the story too, where I think there, it's not really clear as to what happened between Elena entering the town and then Elena returning out of the town. But basically when that story ends, it ends in a very abrupt way where like essentially once Elena leaves the town, she finds that the woman she has met has turned and it's, she and her brother has reunited, but unfortunately they've been zombified. And that's kind of it. It doesn't really elaborate else what's going on or like what was the point of that, right? Yeah, she just um, kind of like shows up, sees that this is she happening, just and just like, damn, that's, that's fucked up, bye. <laughs> And that pro- that provides an even bigger problem with the second half of this episode, where she shows up and does nothing. Now, so before I get into it, I totally get the whole situation where you're in a really horrifying situation and you don't want to do anything. But it literally felt like there was no reason for her to be in either of these stories. She literally served as a spectator, but in a way that served no purpose for the reader and neither the character herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to go too much into detail because this really is like a really horrible, like a really horrible, like triggering topic, but in the second half of the episode, but long story short, there is like sexual abuse in this. So, so, you know, if you want to skip ahead for a few minutes before I go into this, but she, um, you know, she's again, visiting a different place. She runs into um, a young man who, Basically, in, in a jar, he collects, quote-unquote, happiness. So it's like mm-hmm. you kind of see, like, visions of happiness in this jar, and he's collecting it and selling it to people. But there's this girl that this guy has a crush on, and he wants to give it to her. And then when Elena follows him, and he finds out the girl he likes is unfortunately someone who's, like, a, who, 
who is as someone enslaved to his own father. And she's like being abused. She's being sexually abused. Yeah. He's originally, and, oh, she's like a servant in our home, which like, you know, kind of implies that she's just like a maid or something like that. But yeah. then when Elena shows up, she meets the the dad and he's just like, like he's like, yeah, she's Awful, a slave. Yeah. I bought her. And, like, and, Yeah, she's a slave. And Elena's um, just like sitting there like, okay. And then they, you know, there's these moments of, I, 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 I didn't pick up, I mean, obviously, I think it's implied in there just is a sense like, that there's some sort of sexual, sexual abuse, abuse but yeah. it is very it's much a little, like a really physical crazy. and controlling where, the, you know, the dad is, like, reprimanding her for dropping something accidentally, yelling at her and grabbing her and shit like that, yeah. and it's violent, and Elena, just she, she there's a scene where she's, like, where, where after the after the girl drops something, Elena like goes, "Oh no, you don't have to worry about that." And she like takes her wand and aims it at the dad, and then just goes, duh, 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 and just fixes the broken jar. Like that's it. And then she just sits there for a little bit, and is just like, "Oh well, you know, yeah, that's 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 all right, whatever." And then. She tells the boy, like, you know, you should show your happiness to to her. You should, because she's been, she's sad about being a slave. And Elena just keeps thinking about, like, oh, you know, this reminds me of this story of this, like, wife who was very sad about being sick and in bed. And then her husband went out and gathered a bunch of happiness, just like he did. And so she's equating being sick to slavery, for one thing. And then the next thing is he shows her the happiness, and she's extremely distraught, and Elena just leaves, and she just goes, oh, I remember how that story ended. The wife killed herself because she couldn't actually experience happiness because she was stuck in bed. Like, holy shit, on so many levels! It's really, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's, it's, it, it really made me think, like, oh my gosh, is the author, like, some sort of nihilist? Like, what is, it's what the disgusting. hell is this? It's fucking yeah, disgusting. Like, it's, it's, it, a, it's yeah. equating disability to, disability to, to, it just, you know, having your life be fucked forever. Abuse. Abuse you can't control, yeah. It's, it's, it's show, it's, she didn't fucking do anything to someone being a slave. And, right. like, like, she just thinks that they're gonna be happy. And then it's just like, oh, she's probably going to kill herself. Whatever. I don't want to think about it. Like, holy fuck. Yeah, I, yeah, my biggest problem with this, because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you know, there's other similar challenge shows like Kino's Journey and whatnot. But like, I don't think it's worthy comparing that series to this where in something like that. um, And, you know, even talking about the recent remake of Kino's Journey. um, we kind of establish who that character is and where they kind of lie and why they choose not to intervene where they do and when they do. This case, like the Elena series, she is does very nothing. inconsistent. I think she and does t- nothing. I don't think. Yeah, like, and at times where she does do something, it's an, it's something really. S- it's stupid. awful. Like it's like, awful. Yeah, like episode two where she just gives a hat. And she's like, oh, you know, like you know, you're, everyone's gonna be. It's like what? Like how is this helping? And then. Then the following episode where she literally showed that she has the capability of perhaps doing something, you know, like literally that moment where she like fixes and cleans up the thing. It was, it's very bizarre then later on where there was no send off as to her doing anything else above that. So it's clear that this character in a sense does have 
the ability to intervene at times that don't make sense, I think. It's not consistent. And looking back, I think we had also experienced a different personality from this character across the three episodes. There is yeah. no consistent guideline as to what the character's morality is. Yeah. The first episode, yeah, the first episode, for instance, we had a character who genuinely was like, uh, yeah, honestly, a more sympathetic character where like, oh, she has a conscience. She's like, why am I being treated this way? What not? Like, et cetera. And she's just a younger girl. Yeah, and like, I don't know how much time has passed since the events of the first episode where she's training. So maybe there's a difference there and that's not worthy comparison. But like, there was a different character there. Second episode, we have another different character as to how far Elena was going to get involved with this other woman and, like, you know, leave her at. Third episode, now we have a totally weird, psychotic, like, detached person who, for some reason, um, as involved as she was mentally with these situations, for some reason she resorted to these very pessimistic conclusions at the end and just decided to leave it at that. It's very odd. It's very, very odd, and I don't, you know, going back to my own conclusions, thinking, like, is the author, like, some really, like, is it really deep in nihilism where they think humans are horrible, and that's why they kind of have someone like this, like, trying to provide an outside perspective in the world? It's very, it's, 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 a, it's a choice, I would say, and that's kind of why, like, I wrote saying, like, I don't know what the series wants to say, and I don't know what that means for the rest of the series in terms of like the other things that are going to be explored right yeah because um, it's, it's not saying anything it's yeah it, she is just watching these events transpire and it's not is not really reacting to it yeah, she's, it's, yeah. It's, it's these these horrible things are occurring and she's just like wow that happened and there's no there's no condemnation and there's no acceptance of it like it's 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 it, yeah. She's saying nothing about it. That's that's like, that's that's a great point. I would I would almost like like not necessarily. I don't necessarily want her to be like, wow, it's good that this is happening. But I almost do, just in the sense that it would be an actual character. There would be right. something to it. There would be something to talk about. There would right. be a okay. She's a piece of shit. It's just, she's just there to see these horrible things happen, and she's not doing anything. Like, yeah, I want to sit the author down, and I want to be like, "Hey, why didn't she kill any the, the the slave owner? Why did she not do that? Did she really think that leaving was better? Did she think like what like because I don't think I don't think the author thought about that. I like I don't like like there's like okay." It would it would be the wrong way to think about it, but I would at least like understand how somebody like I, I, if 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 the author if if Elena was like I don't want to kill them because just thrusting her out into the world like that would be unsafe or something like that you know like that would be a, and it was also that guy, that kid's dad technically so yeah that was like yeah, that would yeah that would be bad to think you know because like she could she i mean also let me be honest kid probably deserved it too she could have iced both of them and just let the girl go i think that 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 would have been the right fucking call that's what i would have done if i was her but my point stands though that she doesn't have an opinion about it like yeah there's there's no scene of her being of of her like really like trying to figure out what the answer is trying to figure out why she's doing what she's doing she just does it and leaves and there's nothing to it there's no there's there's nothing to this show it is it's offensive it's a 
it's offensive in that it, it's nothing. It's presenting these horrible things happening and then just leaving. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. nothing. And I I I am I am angry. I am angry at that. It is it is horrendous and I am not afraid to say that. I think that they I think the author deserves to be ridiculed and I'm you know, like hearing that there was a review which I I mean, I'm shocked that the review of the original light novel didn't go fucking further into this because the the review that got brought up on my timeline pointed out that there's a section in one of the light novels where she shows up to like a country full of fat people and she's just fat phobic the whole time. Like, not to say that fat phobia isn't bad, but like, I, I, I feel like it, it's like that, that community meme or something where it's like, oh, I can, I can take the slavery, but fat phobia is where I throw on the line. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't have a problem before this. I, 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 you know, you know what the problem is? I think. Yeah, and you made a great you made great great points, right, John? Like like if there was even just one moment where there was an as- where she had an aside and she was thinking to herself, Okay, you know, I can't do so and so you know, for all for, for both episode two and three, like for all the stuff that happened, like there was no moment where she was thinking to herself, Okay, why why what I can't do anything here, I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. If she said at least that, like, oh I can't do anything here, I, you know, but she has not even said anything concrete about like her hesitation or why she made a decision as to not do anything as she does. You're right. It's like a totally weird coward cowardice like thing. Like it's not it's not neutrality. It's just nothing. It's, it's all not cowardice. It's just nothing. But right, on that, you're you're right. I think this author does I think the own author, the own creator doesn't even know what the personality of their main character is. Mm-hmm. I, I think they don't even I think they just wanted to make a cute witch girl. Who who's gonna go out and explore stuff and have all these different stories? But it's not she's not well thought out. She's not she's not she's not well thought out in terms of even being some sort of substantial author for the reader or viewer. I mean, I would love there's there's literally nothing to her to, to relate or empathize. I would so love far. for a show that's just a cute witch girl interacting with shit, but she's interacting with fucked up stuff constantly, and they're yes, not doing see, anything doing about nothing. it. <laughs> see, that's not see that's that's not my my problem is. Let's like I am all for hey we took the you know Kino's journey style thing I, you know to quote Trixie this show really is just like what if it was Kino's journey but Kino was an asshole yeah <laughs> uh, like I'm fine with the idea of you know a, here's a cute witch or whatever going around and seeing fucked up things in the world because yeah, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. of these a- but it's just the execution of it it's, it's her like, it's the problem yeah it's literally all yeah, her yeah. just this is like a character that is like just has nothing going on doesn't seem to have a moral code of literally any kind doesn't seem to have motivations doesn't seem to have goals doesn't seem like is like just an observer to horrible things and then doesn't even like muse on it like doesn't no. even like go like it was messed up that that was the case it was just like well that happened bye like it's so yeah, yeah. yeah and there was there were and there was nothing really even related to what her her practice is that is happening her being a, her being a witch has not been brought into wasn't yeah. brought into anything in episode three like right. other than the fact that she was immune to the plants because she's she's magic that's it yeah and like yeah like i i still just cannot like the 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 like you're you're right rose in that she has no moral compass but like the the perfect snapshot of her having no moral compass whatsoever is that 
when she's flying away on the broom and she's like thinking about, oh yeah, no, he showed her the happiness thing or whatever. She remembers in the book she read that the wife killed, killed herself. She just goes, well, I'm not going to think about that girl that I left behind. It's like, she's just doesn't, she doesn't want to think about the fact that she's just stuck being a slave forever or she's going to kill herself. Like she just wants to leave that out of her mind, you know, like, oh, I saw this horrible thing that happened. I'm not going to think about that. Like, that's so fucking horrible. It's funny that you 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 said before, like, yeah, the, the the kid probably deserves it too, because in this situation, like this this kid is literally like basically like a character, and I recently read Fate of Morgana, right, the house in Fate mm-hmm. of Morgana. The, the, that kid would be treated as like a humongous villain, like mm-hmm. in that game, like he's basically the same way. Like it's so like mm-hmm. why like why is there no examination here why is there no like hey don't you know what you're doing is just fucked up like she could be an asshole and talk like that too to him you know like she doesn't even use being an asshole to like any end at all she's just an asshole you know like just i don't get it i just don't get it like she could be a rude like she's just rude to people that don't deserve it and nice to horrible people like that's really what it is and then the world justifies it too like when she loses her badge or whatever and they all just kick her out for no reason just like over and over again like it was so like what like nobody's explaining to her why that was like she didn't even realize she lost her thing until like the end of the day like it was so like wouldn't they say something no because we have to position that everyone is fucked up and it makes sense that she's like you know like it's uh, i think it's just bad it's bad it's really bad and i mean like there's a part of me that just wants to keep watching it just to like it's 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 this is this is absolutely turned into a hate watch like i i want to keep going (laughs) to see what else these motherfuckers are gonna do because it's just like it's it's a it's a like like I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling distressed right now getting so mad at this you know like I just, just this is so shitty but it's shitty in just such a such a basic evil way that it feels good to just like gather with you three or you two and just be like this fucking sucks <laughs> <sighs> and it's it's definitely not a minority opinion there were definitely like like before I even watch episode like a lot of other anime critics i follow they were like what the fuck is this episode they all had the exact same negative mm-hmm. reaction um and again a similar opinion where like oh this is definitely a lesser form of kino's journey where this is this is a this sucks <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. this is not this is missing the point of like what a series like that is and what the purpose of um a neutral traveler series is you know, yeah it's just what's series. the point like what is yeah, the, yeah. what is being conveyed here i just don't understand yeah it's, yeah, it's like, like yeah it's the same mm-hmm. thing i always uh, i say where it's just like it feels like yes these are fucked up things that have happened sure this yes there are fucked up things that happen but it's instead of like being yeah, like, like what else are you saying sure yeah, what are you saying this. about it? you're just saying <laughs> the fucked up things happen like the thing i always say about how i wish that anime or uh, light novel authors would go outside and stuff like that and talk to people uh-huh. like it's the <laughs> same thing like yeah <laughs> it's just like they read a book and instead of going like it's messed up we should do something about this they just go like yeah, that's fucked up it's like, yeah, it's this ultimate centrist anime. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Bummer. Um. <laughs> what should we talk about next? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You know what's a weird show? Talentless Nana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I talk about this last time? I don't think so. I can't remember. Uh, no, I don't think you did. Okay. So this show 
is uh, it feels um, hmm. so it starts out with being like the classical anime thing where it's like it's a superhero high school they're all here mm-hmm. they all have superpowers um, but this one boy he does not have superpowers um, and everyone bullies is him this not, is this not Boku no Hero? no listen listen hold on so they, <laughs> they're, they're told like we're training you so that you can fight the enemies of mankind who show up all the time or whatever uh-huh. and you can beat them and they're like okay and he's like trying to build up confidence this new girl transfers in and is like oh I'm gonna cheer you on you can do it you have something they don't or whatever and stuff like that and uh, he um, he's eventually throughout the episode like builds up confidence and he realizes like I can I can lead everyone and we can we can make things better and he reveals he does have a power, but it's just that it neutralizes everyone else's power, and he saves the class from a bully or something like that. Everyone's like, "Damn, he's you're the leader now!" Woohoo! <laughs> and he, him, and the girl go to this cliff to celebrate, and he, he's like, "We couldn't have done it with you, didn't cheer me on." And she's like, "Yeah!" And then she just pushes him off the cliff and kills him. Uh. And like he dies, dies. Yeah, he dies, dies. Oh my god. And first episode? Yeah, first episode. End of the first episode. Uh-huh. And she's like, Alright, it's it's people like you who will be the worst ones who will like just go into war oh. and kill everyone. Uh oh, fuck. that's one down. And oh, she shit. just goes back and it's just like, okay, so she is sent in by the government to kill all these superpower kids. Um, oh my god. on this island school. Um because the apparently all the superpower people become terrorists, basically. Um, oh my god! Because they all have super fucked up superpowers that are all like, uh-huh. like they said, like basically, like at one point they had like you know some dude who could like control plants or something, and they were like, they we had to raccoon city a place, like we had to nuke a city because he just decided <laughs> to like fill it with poison, like <laughs> stuff like that. So it's just like yeah, so yeah, she's there to uh, kill them all. Uh, and each episode is her just targeting someone and figuring out... She's pretending to have superpowers. She's pretending to have mind reading, which is just... She's very good at analyzing situations or whatever. Um, so she's 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 just... Each episode is her targeting someone and killing them. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? The second episode was pretty... I, it was interesting. Is this, this guy can go back in time or whatever. Uh, he can go back in time up to 24 hours. Uh... And she's like figuring out how that she's going to kill him, which is ultimately I'm going to trick him into going to the spot where there is water, but it was frozen over at this time. And then I'm going to make it seem like it's dirt that we're standing on, but it's really ice. And I'm going to have him time travel back to before this was ice and it was just water. And he'll be so tired from the time traveling, he'll be in the water and he'll drown. What the fuck? And it's just like fucked up stuff like that it's a fucked up show (laughs) um yeah uh it has vibes to it i i don't know what they are but it has them uh it feels definitely like a reaction to the millions of boku no hero shows there were uh Mm -hmm. yeah after that and just in general like we're the high schoolers that need to defeat the whatever but they just wanted to make like a very twisted response yeah a dangenrampa we're sick of this let's let's fuck this up yeah yeah. And, uh, you know, like, I'm enjoying it to a degree. It's okay. very much like, a, like the parts you enjoy about the detective work in Danganronpa, let's say, but it's like the opposite <laughs> side where it's like you're seeing how she's formulating the kill. Um, 
it's it's uh it's it's interesting it's fun to watch i guess um she did call a guy a fuck boy at one point <laughs> and nice. he said what's a fuck boy and she was like uh and then explained to him what a fuck boy was and he was like that's amazing and that's like the conversation directly i'm not even like understand <laughs> that he wrote down what fuck boy meant in his journal um uh yeah, I, I don't know where this show will go. Like, I, I guess she's just going to kill all of them, probably. But it's, uh, she's, the third episode already put her up against, one of them is just invincible. Mm-hmm. And she tried to kill them by blowing them up with gasoline. Uh, but they survived because they're invincible. And I don't know how she's going to deal with that guy because he's the evil, he's the other, he's the evil, quote-unquote, detective out to stop her or whatever, trying to figure out who who's killing everyone. Um, it's interesting, you know, it's a, it's a fun twist on those killing game type things where it's not a game and it's just like, yeah, I don't know. That's also reminding me I did watch Akudama Drive also. Which is How, just done. And was it just pretty much what you expected? It was just Danganronpa. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have much to say well. about it, I guess, really. <laughs> I, it was really weird. It has good, it's good aesthetics, but, I mean, that's, that's Danganronpa, right? <laughs> like, that's... Yeah, I don't... I, I, I'm sure John will agree that I don't think the Kodaka man has uh, anything left in his soul anymore. I 100% agree. I... And oh. <laughs> I, I have lost a lot, pretty much all the respect that I had for him over the years. Just, just completely, like, I've lost half of it at the end of Dangarampa V3, and then I lost the other half when, after Dangarampa V3, he just kept making killing games. Like, I still... I still think about how many people keep saying that V3's ending was so good and so powerful when he's still making killing games. Like, even if, like, even if I didn't like that, if he really followed through with that ending, I would at least handle it. But he doesn't. He's just a hypocrite. And he needs to fuck off. <laughs> I'm pissed today. I'm, I'm fucking punchy. I'm so sorry. I'm Let's go. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to apologize. I'm just fucking pissed. It does suck. Gotta get it out. Yeah. I, I think Akadama wasn't, like, the worst or anything. Like, it's just... It is very much... Yeah. Yeah. He's making his thing that he makes every yeah. two years. Um, we'll see how it ends, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's very much... It really just felt like he watched Psychopaths and was like, I can do it. That's really what it was. I, I'm not even exaggerating. That is exactly what it is now that I said that out loud. That is literally what he did. <laughs> it is, has the same, like, social score and everything. And, like, oh, the fucking, uh, yeah, cyberpunk aesthetic. Mm-hmm. There's, like, some funny, like, it's, I mean, again, it's the Danganronpa thing, right? It has the funny moments, the, like, over-the-top fun stuff that you go, like, yeah, sure. this is enjoyable. And then it's just, like, he's just, like, yeah, I get it. People are fucked up. Okay, Mm-hmm. Um, they did do one thing I like, which is that the the cops that are coming to kill them have little stun batons or whatever, uh, but they're shaped like the uh, seven branch sword thing. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that, I, I, I think they have like good little character introduction sequences every time a character is introduced where they tell you their, their sentence to prison or whatever, their number of years, and then like they do like a cool backflip or something. And that's cool. But, yeah. <laughs> I, he has like another anime coming out too, doesn't he? Or is it a game? He well, he has that FMV game that just came out, and then there's another game that I think he worked on with the nine 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 guy. Um, I'm not sure. That's the one that's also a killing game, but yeah. this time it's about like kindergartners, so it's extra fucked up. And I think yeah, that it went great for Alter Despair Girls, so I'm really excited for what. Yeah, uh, I think that came out on like Apple Arcade and isn't going to be out on everything else until like next year. And so because nobody oh, cares cool. about Apple Arcade, nobody's talking and, about yeah, it. Yeah, and Apple Arcade's still in a weird fucking place too, yeah. <laughs> really screwing over some a lot of people. Um, so might not come, even come out, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, let me tell you, this is unrelated, but I was laughing extremely because, uh, you know, I, I try to keep up with those uh, Cyberpunk 2077 things they do every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And just seeing them, I'm sorry, this is the wrong podcast, but goddamn, I was <laughs> like, they they had like, we have a special announcement about Stadia at the end. And I was like, oh man, they're going to cancel it hands down, right? Because nobody talks about the Stadia <laughs> or whatever. And they were like, we're so excited to announce that we moved up the release date and it's coming out the same day as the other ones. And I was like, who? Who is going to play it on the Stadia? <laughs> like, what? Uh, it reminded me the Stadia existed. Do you know the Stadia doesn't even work on the new Google uh, Chromecast or whatever? Great. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh. Great stuff. Great. So good. Um. Anyways, anime, anime. anime. <laughs> Nothing about that was anime related. Um, no. That's it's okay. Fine. Adjacent anime, adjacent. Yeah. You know. Um, they are making that Cyberpunk 2077 anime, which is just my nuts. trigger. Yep. Thank <laughs> uh, you. I, I don't know why you keep doing this. <laughs> Maybe it'll be good. Yeah, I, I think that's not, I think that's something you can possibly separate. If it's unrelated, the, right? I think they said it's unrelated to the story. Oh, is it, or something is it just like an that. original story? Yeah, it's like yeah. Okay, so then it could be yeah. good. Yeah, could yeah. be. Trigger, yeah. Trigger has had if good stuff very, recently. Yeah, no, if it's very, if it's very separate from the Project Red stuff, right? It's then okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's not coming out for like three years or something. So. so there you go. Yeah, there you go. Maybe the energy from of like whenever this game comes out, it's it's gonna be different you know yeah. the dust settles <laughs> so there you go uh okay um elvi would you like to talk about a uh an anime you can pick whichever you'd like to talk about uh you can yeah. talk about tokinawa um, or it's climbing girls is it udagawa climbing, climbing girls. girls or is that what it is let's talk about climbing girls All right. let's 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 veer into a different mood right um wow okay you know sport climbing girls yeah uh yeah, it's a it's another one of those shows where it's revolving around a very particular niche, a very specific niche of anime girls in high school doing a very specific activity that's pretty not conventional for most high schools. Though it though, though this activity does exist in a lot, I mean, certain high schools that can't afford to do a competitive sport climbing, but um, yeah, and shockingly. It's not as hor- like it's not as horny as it comes off to be at first, but it still definitely is, and you can tell it's really trying to hold back in a lot of places. Um, but long story short, it's like it's it's the typical like you know, well, tons of sports anime like this. You know, you either have a prodigy main character or um, you know the 
the up and coming main character who's like coming from nothing and all of a sudden like oh they turn out to have like innate potential and whatnot. This is this is the latter. This the main character, she it's pretty I, I, I lost my mind when they went into it. But she she she's a gamer, she was a gamer. She, oh yeah, <laughs> she went into this whole thing where it's like, oh yeah, I didn't have motivation to do a lot, of, but she's not like a slob. But it was a funny little thing that I lost my mind at. Where, but she she was basically like explaining how she didn't have like a lot of things to like motivate her besides like, you know, to, to go to go everybody to do more in life besides just like you know going to school every day. But she didn't really have any unique interests beyond like her hobby of like playing games and whatnot. And basically one day she you know she's just going to high school. She finds like one like a yeah an idol. Like a, a an idol like wall, a rock climbing wall, just literally out like out in the like it's a huge ass high school. It like looks like a wealthy high school, right? And like out in one of the open areas of the high school, like in the garden area or something. And she just sees this girl climbing on it, like aggressive, like a really fit thin girl, like climbing it, um, toned down, you know. And they just start talking, and they basically she starts learning about like, oh, this high school has like a yeah competitive like sport rock climbing club, you know. And yeah, long story short, she gets into it, um, and she realizes, oh, she's pretty decent at it. And like, you know, like the, the girl, the other girls in the rest of the club are like, yeah, we got a competition coming up. You know, maybe if you're good enough, by the time that happens, you can even join us and whatnot. And that happens. She gets through it. She actually messes up in that competition at first, and which was, uh, and you know, eventually though, she overcomes and manages to meet like the criteria of like, oh yeah, you got to hit, you know, got to hit a certain stone when you get to the top, whatnot, like all that. In my most, in my my most like simplistic way of explaining competitive rock climbing, but yeah, I'm I'm shocked. It's actually pretty thorough when it comes to explaining rock climbing. They actually go into being like, oh yeah, like when she messes up, they're like, oh no, she. They go into technical terms in terms of like, oh yeah, she totally overstepped her bounds. She's like overexerting herself. She should have like saved her energy. You know, like they're they're going to all like the sports language. Like I was surprised. Like they're actually it's actually decently informative about like what the whole thing is. Like at some point they show like, like at some point, like after the girl messes up, like one of her classmates shows her like a technique to do to like help strategize her breathing and how to make sure she doesn't lose so much energy at first. So she's not sprinting in the beginning and like, she's pretty consistent so she can get to the top and still have enough energy to get to the top. Um, but yeah, I was surprised, like I was surprised like about how like, Oh, it actually is decently informative. It's not just for show, but again, revisiting it's still though, like covertly horny. Like, like there are shots where, yeah. Okay. No, it doesn't linger on it. So like gawkishly, but like there are shots where like, Oh, this could be totally a, a totally different angle to show them climbing. But no, we're going to focus on the, butt. a lot oh, of yeah. all the characters have like reasonably large busts, like noticeably large bust breasts. Um, and looking up the manga, Literally, one of the manga volume covers is like one of the girls bending over. Her ass is up. You know, she has clothes on, but her ass is up. This is this is undeniably there is a there's there. There's the intent. author is into this for like a, an ulterior reason. Um, but and and then the most the most apparent thing, you know, a lot of people may not realize this, but this is not a sport. This is not especially competitive sport where. You should be wearing the type of clothing you will see if you woke up to the show. They're wearing, like, very tight tank tops. They're wearing, like, very um, hiked-up tight biker shorts, if not even shorter. Too much of their skin is exposed. And when you're rock climbing, you want to cover up as much skin as possible yeah. because you're going to be potentially scraping yourself. What they're wearing in the show as their team uniform, and in terms of the other characters they meet they're competing with, they're like, they're, like, exposing too much skin that is not safe in regards to the type of activity they're doing. So, yeah. 
<laughs> they're, they're, what they're wearing is bets for track where you're going to be sweating a lot. But in this case, no, you actually want to protect and cover up as much skin as possible because, again, like I said, you're just going to scrape yourself. It has nothing to do with about, like, oh, exposing too much. Like, no, literally on a practical level, you should not be, like, exposing your skin against, like, potentially scraping it against, like, even these artificial walls, which will hurt you. Um and yeah, like, but other than that, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, it's, it's not so bad compared to, like, it's not bad at all, I would say. It's just, like, appar- it's a, it, it, there's an apparent etchy underlying, you know, thing going on here. But it's not, like, to the point where it's eye-rolling. It's just, like, oh, okay, whatever. I actually am I'm actually kind of, like, interested in it. I, like, want to see what happens. It actually is very interesting. There's, like, a whole gauntlet. <laughs> what's funny to me, like, so, like, what's funny to me, I think it's the third or second episode, where they pretty much, like, went through that first preliminary competition. They, they beat it. Their team won. Um, essentially, or at least didn't win, but they made it to the next stage of things. But one of the girls explained, yeah, there's like this whole, basically they were explaining there's like a whole elite four of like <laughs> other like competitive climbing girls that got a beat at some point. Like it was just so fun. There's literally in this world, there's like an idol. There's a Japanese idol who literally her whole shtick is rock climbing. She, like, in her, con- I don't know if she does singing or she's a musician, but like, she's apparently like the big one. They got a beat at the end. Um, it was just so funny. So I get anticipate that they're just going to run through this gauntlet of other competitive women down the line. Yeah, they're actually more like gym leaders. They're literally like gym leaders. Gym leaders, yeah. Gym. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah like, like in terms of like, you know, as they go for along in competition and whatnot. But yeah, it's just interesting. I, literally the third episode, they're like, oh yeah, we got to train and practice more. It's like literally just a training montage episode. But literally they go to the edge of like the beach or the shoreline or along an edge of a cliff. And there's like an old man climbing up a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and they explain, oh yeah, this is the guy who teaches us. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> It was like a whole eye, weird eye of the tiger montage. It was insane. It's really an itch. There's really there's like really a lot of strange, funny things about the show that's like, oh okay. I can deal with this. Yeah, it's 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 just fun. It's just really goofy. But yeah, otherwise if it was overwhelmingly just a sand eh, sand fan servicey thing, I wouldn't I wouldn't take it. But it's not. It's definitely there. It's definitely there, but it's 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 it seems to be ignorable enough so far. Like its horniness is just uh very surface level but it's not the focus i would say right but yeah very very interesting another another weird another weird thing on the plate um in the back burner in the midst of everything else being watched um so They make one of these every season, huh, now? They do. Like, I, I know the last thing, I think the last thing I watched was Katagawa Jet Girls, right? <laughs> that was awful. That was legitimately awful, though, because it was apparent that, yeah, it outright was just trying to be, like, weird softcore porn. And they yeah, really I were. Mean, it was Center and They really guys, were trying right? to, ha- they were really banking on that being another, like, multimedia franchise thing. And, like, it totally did not work. I don't hear about it anymore. Like, I don't know what happened because, right, the anime coincided with a video game release. No one's talking about it. I think, like, no one's talking about it now. Uh, so I don't know where that's going. I don't, that's definitely, yeah, yeah. And there, yeah, it was just a ridiculous show where it just flagrantly bad and cheap all around. Um, this, 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 I feel like actually has, and this is also a real sport. It's not a weird, horny, I water gun shooting, you know, shooting thing, whatever. Um, this is a legitimate, a more legitimate real sport, and there's like a basis for it. And there's, it's clear that you know, underneath the horniness, there is some knowledge about what this is, right? There actually is something conducive here. So, yeah, yeah, I think I, I think it might be worthwhile. All right. Well, I wonder what will the next seasons will be. 
I'm just thinking. Now. <laughs> what, I'm like, trying to formulate weird. like what what exercise sport have we not covered yet that they can use to show off these anime asses? Um, <laughs> I think like uh, has there been a pool one in a while for but for girls, not for maybe that's too blatant. Um, hmm. Uh, like pool as in uh, oh pool billiards? oh that would be a good one yeah because they would be leaning over the table right you could get two shots for one very easy yeah, yeah. easy like easy ball jokes there's so much oh, fallacy man, all, yeah. oh god my god we are writing these shows yeah, for all right. these people hey. we got we need katakawa <laughs> call us up Come on. we this got is so easy this is easy we got a light novel in the works you're gonna love it uh, <laughs> but we got great art on the cover it'll really draw people in they'll love it <laughs> um, the little logo can be a pool cue between two balls. Uh, everyone will love it. It's great. Um, <laughs> like a wiener. Um, okay. John, would you like to talk about your weeklies, your junior little weeklies? The weeklies. Little, <laughs> the weeklies. The weeklies. I got my yeah, two the weeklies. Um, the weekly funnies. The weekly funnies, yeah. The, the teehees. The funny moments. Um, Okay, so Pokemon, Pokemon. Um, I don't remember what episode 40 was about, and I didn't write it down, but I did watch episode 41, and episode 41 was excellent. They have been doing these, like, two-parter comedy episodes. They did one a while back. That was the one where, like, Ash got, like, his mind taken over by a slow king helmet. Um... And that one was funny. But this one was very good. Uh, the first part was uh, that Meowth got sick. He had a cold. And it looked like he was going to That's die. Uh, LV straight up just said, like, did Meowth die in this episode? It, he looked really bad. He did. That was, like, the worst I think he's ever looked. Yeah, he looked like he was dying. Oh, my God. Um, and so, because, so Team Rocket... They're sitting there and they're like, okay, we gotta figure out what we wanna do. And Wabafet just suddenly lets them know that he has a drone and has been like what? watching Pikachu with the drone for a while. What? And yeah. <laughs> so then Jesse and James go, wait a minute, I know what we have to do. If we, if we watch these clips that Wabafet took and then dub over Pikachu, we'll get into Pikachu's head. <laughs> Okay. So, it's just them trying to dub Pikachu, and it's it's very very funny. Um, I'd say that folks should just watch th- watch it at the very least. Watch that section, because um, it is extremely extremely funny. Like I don't want to just like spoil jokes or whatever, but it is very funny. And then the second half is Ash and Go are just like out in a forest, and they come across a very dry area. And there's just a marsh tomp in, in in there, and its head is just stuck in like its its, it's body. Just clipping, is, yeah, it right? looks like it's clipping into the ground, but it's it's like from the neck down, just completely buried in this dry area. And they're like, "Oh no, it's too dry. It's gonna it's gonna die." I mean, they don't say it's gonna die, but they're just like worried for it. And they look around, and there's other marsh tomp like watching. And they can't get them to do anything because they're scared of the humans. And then Go has a fucking Sobble, and the Sobble gets too sad to do anything. And then they try to carry water over to it, and that doesn't work because they drop it once, and then they give up. 
And then Ash is like, okay, I'll fill my mouth up with water and then spit the water onto the marsh tom so it can wriggle out of the dry ground. But then accidentally spits it out and then doesn't try again. I mean, you know, it was just, they just wanted to have jokes. So no, then I feel like that's like a strength of this new, you know, not not this series, but like this new breed, I guess, this new like generation of Pokemon yeah. anime. Yeah. They are trying new things, and yeah. it's, you know, it, it's fun. It's it's just a bunch of fun jokes that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, and it's it's a good time, it's a good time watching those episodes. Like, if you're going to watch any Pokemon, I would say just look up the ones that are the two-parter comedy ones from this season. You know, they don't really have anything to do with the rest of it, so it's just, it's, it's just light funny. Um, and then, that's that. The Precure happened. So if you recall, last time I talked about how during that episode of Precure, the Twink Pathogerm guy put one of the pieces into Notica and she became very sick. Well, in this episode, or in the first of the two episodes, they, she, she's ill and everyone's scared of, of her being too ill and she's, you know, she's, like, dying in the hospital. And then Rabarin, like, holds her hand. And there's this big, powerful light. And something escapes from her. And she's immediately better. And it turns out that when a human is is infected with the, the pieces, it creates one of the human-like characters. Like, like the, the, the other ones are like, you know, the, the other main villains are like. And then they go to see th- this creature be formed, and it looks pretty much exactly like the Twink. So it's revealed that the Twink was born from Nodoka when she was originally sick, and that's why she got better, because he-, he left her. So it was all him all along. Isn't that fucked up? What the fuck? Yeah, it's fucked <laughs> she up. She gave birth to like a, a, a kind of yeah, a, 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 a germ, a pathogerm man. Wow. Yeah, she did that twice, and they were both twinks. So whenever a human being is sick, let me re- not, let me reiterate. Not what just, just explained not it. just normal sick. Only if they get infected somehow by a pathogerm. Oh, okay. Yes. So when she so in her in her past when she used to be like constantly ill yes. that she was at some point possibly infected by a pathogen no, and she it, never realized it. It was always the pathogerm. The pathogerm infected her and that's why she was chronically ill. Interesting. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. I wish someone would come and do that to me. I guess you just <laughs> got to find a healing animal, Rose. Oh, uh, I wish I could find a healing animal, yeah. I need that. <laughs> so then after that episode, she's like, I, I don't know if it's trying to show that she's like stronger because of it, because she lost the pathogerm, or if she's just like trying, I don't know, because she starts running every day, and I think they kind of, I, I, it's a little confusing what they're trying to show with that, because yeah. the episode at the end of it, they're trying to be like, oh, you know, she was she was stressed, and she was worried that she wasn't going to be able to do enough. But I think they're also trying to imply that maybe she got a little stronger from, you know, repelling the pathogen from her body. I don't know. But, you know, they're, uh, Asumi is like, well, Notika's trying too hard, so we should figure out a way to re- have her relax that's not just running every day. 
And I don't know. It's weird. They introduce some trumpet girl who doesn't really matter that much. And maybe she will later because they were like, oh, she had a really bad cold and she came back and now she's up earlier like Nodoka is. So maybe she had a pathogerm too. Maybe that's what they're implying. And then she got rid of it. So now she's like stronger. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. Um, they fight. a Maybe maybe it's like implying she she was like overworking now because she was afraid of getting sick again. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's... But there's but also, but also like in terms of like actual science. Yeah, there is there is after you recover from being sick usually sometimes you sometimes you feel more healthier than usual in a brief period because because you know your your, your immune system like even though you recover your immune system is still like kicking at like 200 percent more right. than it was when you were sick so you're still feeling that um after effect basically right. so maybe that, maybe maybe they're implying some real real logic there but okay. i don't know maybe that's overthinking yeah, it though. <laughs> maybe um and then they fight a giant trumpet monster pathogerm because the the, the trumpet gets infected gets sick Yes. And um, something I thought about, which I might have thought about this previously, but I thought about it again. Um, Just the way that they fight pathogerms, the way that they are taken down. And I know I'm overthinking this. I know I'm doing some fucking like itchy and scratchy. They they hit the same rib twice and made two different sounds thing here. But I just thought like they don't. They don't have to, like, physically incapacitate the pathogerms. The way that they take them out is they scan them, find where the, 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 whatchamacallit is, the, the, the fucking little critter, and then they shoot a beam at it to take the critter out. They could do that, like, hidden. You know, nobody would notice if they were just like, okay, that's where it is, and then, pew, take it out. Like, snipe it. They don't do that. So... I don't know. I mean, like, again, I know I'm doing the that whole thing, but I mean, really, they could just fix it by just like saying like, oh, they need to do enough damage and then it will show up. But they don't. They just they, they can do it at any time. Their only the only reason they don't is because they show up in front of the pathogerm and then they start the scan and then they'll get interrupted by the pathogerm attacking them. You know, if they just did it from like a, a bush or like a building far enough away that it doesn't see them. They could do it in, like, five seconds. You know? Uh, again, I know I'm being too much with that, but that is just something that I thought about while I was watching this. And, and I also made the, po- the point, and this is something that if you follow the, the Sick Dog account, you will notice this, that they have been showing less pictures of the dog being sick in each episode. There's usually only one... There, there's barely one like i have to look really hard to find funny images of the dog being sick on the show anymore (laughs) and it is very very upsetting i want to get more good pictures of the dog being fucking ill (laughs) it's shameful real sick you need someone to come and get the pathogerm out of you that's what i'm saying (laughs) all right but, but that's also an interesting point. Like the the, the future future pre cures need to um, toughen up their assassination abilities. Yeah, I agree. Your aim and accuracy now. <laughs> I agree. Get one of them Where? a sniper. Yeah. yeah. Where's cure sniper? A future <laughs> magical girl gun, crossbow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, LV, would you like to talk about? Um, actually, I'll I'll talk about something first, and then you, and then you can talk about Okinawa. Um, so here's just rapid fire. Uh, the Assault Lily show where they're fighting huge. Do you remember that when we're going over the season? Huge. Yeah. Last? huge. <laughs> they keep huge, saying yeah. huge and it's they very always. funny. This show is uh, just very uh, Valkyrie Drive-esque and how blatant its lesbianism is. Um, uh-huh. And uh, the two things I took taken away from it was, one, if you're ever bored, go look up the opening for the show and you will see what I mean when I say it is weirdly horny. It is like this such, like the show is very not, it's just a very, you know, normal thing. But the entire opening is just like zoom in on the the thigh zone, feet, um, like know. weird sock stuff. Like it is so weird. It is bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise that show just is just, they liked Madoka. Um, and it's Shaft, I guess so. But it is blue hair girl who has the trauma of of people dying and the pink hair girl is her you know makes her normal or whatever yep tail as old as time uh her pink hair makes her normal yeah her pink hair makes her normal and the pink hair girl helps you know normalize her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in turn uh yeah it is uh it is a gotcha game that's for sure i will say that it is definitely a gotcha game anime but it's fine um Two, the slime show that I, re- I, re- I, re- I knew I referred to this last time where he died in his sleep, right? And he, yeah, uh, he, he became this little little child who has slimes he was in yeah. the forest. Very by the numbers stuff. Um, it is isekai as isekai. The yeah, funny thing I think that they've taken from the, from the other slime anime, reincarnated as a slime, is this idea that I really like in isekai anime where they are looking for other people who have been isekai'd and trying to like hyper analyze their behavior to see if they are also an isekai baby or whatever. <laughs> uh, I really like that conceptually. <laughs> just like not even just being like, hey, you know, because like in slime, I, I really that was one of my favorite things in slime was when he goes to the, the city and he had his hookup at the guild or whatever is like. Oh, oh you died. I died before you did. I got isekai'd here. Oh my god, I never got to see the later, you know, chapters of the Hoseki no Kuni or whatever like that. Can you recreate them from your memory? And he's like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, other than that, that shows, it feels like very much the uh, Sleepy Princess same thing, but like maybe a little less compelling where it's like, um, they definitely don't have the artistic chops going the same way. Um, where it's just like, he's like, yeah, he's very good at everything. And they go, all of these people go like, wow, that's amazing. You're so good at everything. You know, that type of thing. Um, however, the ending, the good one to look up, it's just a cat girl doing an AMV. Oh. Uh, it's pretty good. Great. It's pretty good. I don't, I don't know why, but it is. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, and then my last thing is uh, Common Rider 4s, which I have been watching. Um, it's not 4s A? It's Forze. I'm sorry. I oh, just wanted okay. to say fours. Oh, <laughs> I just um, did, I just didn't I just didn't know if I was saying it. Wrong. No, you're okay. right. They say Forze yay at the end okay. of the opening. Um, this one's great. Uh, this one is if they watched Mean Girls and were like, we're gonna make a common writer out of Mean Girls. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. It's really good. But also they have space stuff in it. It's about space. 
Um, it is basically high school. Uh, main character is just Josuke from <laughs> JoJo. And he's right. like, I'm going to make friends with everyone at the school. And all, but they're all mean kids, right? It's, they have cliques and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, yeah, um, they, each episode is about, you know, some drama, high school drama happening. And then this space guy comes down in like a weird, like, space squid outfit or like, a scorpion or something they're always wearing these big robes and they're just like he 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 wouldn't it be crazy if you just got fucked up became twisted and they give them like this button that turns them into a furry uh and then they try to beat up someone but then he comes in and he does a giga drill break from Gurren Lagan because the series is written by the Gurren Lagan and Kill a Kill guy I did not know that I found that out after I watched like episode 9 and I said I think this is my favorite common writer I've watched so far and everyone was like yeah no shit because uh, I'm a big Gurren fan. Uh, it's good. It's really good. I, I, I would say this is a good one to start watching Kamen Rider in, honestly. Um, if you ever have an interest in those, uh, I'm having fun with it. It's very... It's so weird. They just, like, every time they add a new friend to their friend group, they just take them to space. They just, like, put them in a spacesuit and then they just go to this really bad, like, moon, green screen soundstage <laughs> thing. And they're just like, yeah, that's Earth. And they go, damn, that's crazy. So do you want to go to prom? No. I guess, like... <laughs> the energies of Common Rider are very, very good. And I am all, all the way into them. Uh, yeah, I, I recommend this one. It's really funny. It's really funny. Um, yeah. Okay, so we have two more things to discuss here. I'm going to say, Elvie, you go now, so we can end on the really bad thing that John watched. <laughs> uh, tell me about Tokinawa, because I have not watched more past yeah. episode one, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, speak- speaking of the moon. So episode two, nothing really happens, which was like, oh, okay. This is, this is, this is what I expected of this show. This is exactly uh-huh. what I expected. I was like, mm, all right, all right. But episode three, they finally introduced a new character. They introduced two new characters that they, you know we see in the crazy dubstep opening. This this anime has an insane dubstep opening for what the series actually is thus far. It's insane. I love it. But anyway, episode three, they finally introduced two new characters, and it's like two sisters, and they're basically like old call old classmates, childhood friends in a sense, uh, to the main character Nasa. Um, and who his, his, his voice actor is really weird. He, I, I was, I think I mentioned this before, but this, this man has, his portfolio is this season. He is the main character in Jujutsu, Jujutsu no, Kai, no Kaisen. Yeah. And he is, yeah, Songo's younger brother who appears in the re- in episode two of Yasuhime. Um, <laughs> so this man is everywhere this season. Um, but anyway, and I don't notice it, but you know, it's, but you know. Maybe I will if they, they blur together. But anyway, point is, uh, episode three, uh, they're they're going they're like, oh yeah, let's go to the bathhouse, you know, and it's like a local bathhouse, and yeah, the, you know, and kind of like one of the girls running it, you know, she's like a junior basically to the main character Nasa, and she fucking she fucking keeps roasting him. It's really funny. Like she keeps like you know, and she's a little younger than him, and she she keeps like saying like you know, 
you know, like, she keeps making fun of how, like, incompetent he is, like, how much he sucks all the time. But it's, like, legitimately funny. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it properly. Like, you need to just kind of watch it at the specific jokes in context. But it's just really funny and not in a way that makes the dynamic weird or, I think, unequal. Like, it's, it's a really good riff off each other. Um, but then she's also, like, kind of the first normal character in a sense of, like, she finds out, okay... Like, who is this girl? Like, you're bringing to the bathhouse, you know, Nasa. And he explains, oh, I'm married to her. Like, she's now my wife. And she fucking loses it. And she's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why are you married at this age to yeah. this person you just met? She literally points out what the fuck's wrong with you. And then she starts, like, again, just roasting him, saying, you know, you don't even know how to, like... You don't even know what you're supposed to do to make her happy at a most basic level, whatever. And she literally points out no one else knows about it, but now her, who's, like, one of the first people in their, like, in his familial relationship to actually know this happened. But anyway, she's, like, whatever. Um, she just says, like, you know, she does the whole thing where, like, the whole trope of, like, the younger characters giving this older person advice. Or she's just saying, like, hey, you know, you should do what, you know, here are the things that a girl should be to make happy. You know, it's like, it's like a little of a stereotype, but it's not, like, that malicious. But, you know, it's just a whole common thing where she's saying it from her perspective as a younger girl, too. But she's saying, like, you know, you should, you know, make her happy, you know. And, like, she's like, oh, yeah, you can, can now come to the bad house for free. But she's referring to the girl only. So the girl goes in for free and whatnot. And then, you know, again, she's still, like, making fun of the guy and whatnot. And the girl, you know, the wife, the girl the girl goes into the bathhouse. She ends up meeting the older sister of the other girl. But then those two have a huge misunderstanding. And again, to reiterate, the two sisters of the bathhouse, they're, like, again, childhood friends with Nasa. And the older sister thinks, because this, this is the whole thing where people just don't fucking talk with each other. The older sister thinks that um, the girl is his sister that they never met before. She, you know, she's like, "Oh, are you two family? I've never seen you before. Like, how are you?" And she said, "And you know, and technically they're right." So the whole joke throughout the episode is like, "Yeah, they're technically family because they're married now." And so there's this huge misunderstanding. But by the end of the episode, they never really clarify upon that. So the two sisters kind of have different perceptions as to who this woman is. And Nasa's now thinking to himself, like, oh my gosh, now I have this pressure to make her happy. I realize we never had a proper ceremony. But meanwhile, the girl is actually secretly disgruntled because now she kind of has this hint of jealousy, realizing she didn't really know him that well. And she didn't realize, oh, he kind of has this close relationship with these other girls this whole time. And they kind of have this closeness to him. So, but or not, that's kind of what happened. It just introduces these two new characters. So it's kind of nice to see, like, a new dynamic. So... You know, I was worried. Because episode, literally episode two, I can't describe it. I don't even remember what happened. Nothing really happened. <laughs> But it kind of ends on a very twisted note because, you know, they're going home. And then, like, this car pulls over, kind of following the girl. Oh, Sukasa. Her name's Sukasa. I, I need to actually refer to her name. Sukasa, the wife. Um, yeah. And it's like this Hime trope anime. Like, it's like, she's going to teehee. I know I'm, I'm going to do something. Like, who the fuck is she? But anyway, they're going to introduce a new character. I guess fulfill the, the, the whole cast because it seemed like there, there was just going to be five of them whatever in the opening but yeah there's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a, like a whatever series you know again nothing's really happening there's like cute moments where if you just want just want something that's kind of wholesome and perhaps there's some sort of like bigger thing that going on under the surface because it's a little ridiculous right it's like why are, what is the point of series right there's nothing really happening but it's just there it's just there to provide this bizarre fulfillment fan fantasy of marrying young and that's that but the main character is pretty stupid though i, I don't really know like stupid, there's this whole yeah. set of, 
there's this whole setup where like, oh, he's kind of smart. Like, but I'm not seeing that. I'm not really seeing that. There's, there's this whole setup where he's like, oh yeah, he's really smart. He was but, like, supposed he's, to be like does... a genius, right? Like, yeah, but I don't see it. It's not really being applied anywhere. Maybe the whole thing is like he's academically like really, but like socially, he, that's why he's very awkward and doesn't know like, but yet he's letting himself like get tied up in the situation. Like, yeah, I'm going to marry this girl. Like I just met because she saved my life from a car accident. You know, I don't know. We're not really seeing the application at all here. It's just, it's just focusing on everything else. So yeah, really, really weird. Um, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. It's not really, there's nothing really insane happening yet. But again, I feel like, yeah, I feel like from what I'm reading more about this series, there's definitely, there definitely seems to be some weird underlying thing going on here, but I, I, it, it's not. It's not really tackling at it. It's. It's not going to really. I don't think it's going to tackle it at all. Maybe until the very end of whatever the series will end. Um, this. The series reminds me a lot of like kind of like, uh, um, what's the word? Uh, you know, I don't want to say life fantasies, but like I, I reminded a lot of like something very old, like Ah oh My Goddess, where it's 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 very similar, where it's really revolving around like here's we're going to already establish a relationship in the beginning. You know, this this guy marrying this potentially, possibly otherworldly girl and just being tied in a relationship. But the difference is the difference between that and this is that I, I think tons of like older anime like that really push towards this weird, you know, push towards this harem. You know, like there's this harem, even though we know for a fact that the main relationship is not going to be threatened. Like I also think about Tenchi Muyo in a way too, where there's a similar thing going on. We're going to have all these other female characters, but none of them really are a threat at all. And then this 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 one doesn't really have a threat whatsoever. It really is. It really sticks out, I think, compared to the rest of the season where we have a lot of like you know either horror stories or some sort of bizarre, controversial thing going on here. But this is just just what it is. Like there's here's like a little marriage story thing. That's it. <laughs> Nothing much else. But yeah, I, I yeah I was again I was just very worried. This was just gonna be boring. But like with the addition of new characters, it seems like there's gonna be a little more fun in here involved. So. Um, yeah, just gonna keep following it. All right, I'll probably catch up honestly at some point. Um, but yeah, episode two, literally, I can't tell you what happened. I think honestly, nothing happens. I'd believe that. I'd, I would believe. <laughs> yeah. That. All right, John. <laughs> what wretched show did you watch, John? <laughs> I need to look at the name of it because I forgot it. Okay, well. I heard about this show, and <laughs> I knew I had to watch it. Not for a positive <laughs> reason, but because I enjoy inflicting pain on myself and inflicting pain on others. I watched this in a uh, chat with everyone in there, and they hated it. They were very upset with me that I put that in there. <laughs> um, that show is called Dogeza. I tried asking while kowtowing. It is a show... It is a three-minute-long short show where a... I don't know if it's the same man or if it's going to be multiple men, but in this episode, a man begs and pleads a girl to show him her boobs. And by beg, I mean literally, like, begging and pleading. He kowtows. He kowtows. He... Yep, he goes on the floor, yeah. It is one of the most depraved things I've ever seen. <laughs> it, 
You know, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I think I think the only people that I could actually recommend this to in 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 a weird sense maybe maybe cut away before the end because she does take her shirt off and does show her <laughs> boobs. It is censored, but I'm sure that there's a Blu-ray version available when this is done that you will be able to see the nipples if you so desire. I hope you don't. I really hope you don't. But I I think that if if you're having self-esteem issues and you're thinking, man, you know, if you're if if you're like me and you think that you're not able to talk to the the your specified your your preferred gender or type of person or whatever, maybe watch this and just think that's not me. I'm not doing that. You know. <laughs> Think about that, because oh you're you're probably not. And if you are, if you are doing that, if you are begging people for that kind of shit, just think about what, what you look like. Think about what. Think about the kind of person that you are, and stop being that. So, it's disgraceful that this is a thing that exists. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna watch more of it. It might be something because I, I, it's. I, I think the the, the sense of the sh- sense of shock and the humor of it probably only works once. If I'm going to keep putting this in chat, chat, it's going to stop being funny very quickly. So I so years ago I shamefully know about the show because I years ago I don't know how long ago but like I've seen the manga mm. like pages scantulate. So I was like I'm going to read this. What the fuck is this? Right? I I read a go- I read up to a good point. And a very like baffling thing happens at some point that I highly re- you know I'm I'm you don't have to do this to yourself but I am highly recommending you to keep watching it until that bizarre twist happens because it was the most baffling thing I thought at that point in time and I genuinely thought it was funny okay but after that you can just leave but it was insane it was truly unhinged and it's not what you there, there are spoiler tags on the sh- there are spoiler tags on the series for a reason because what the fuck it actually kind of was insane that they did that for like the kind of show this is but. Yeah, no, but truly, at its heart, it is a humiliation fetish show. But I do agree with you, it's baffling that something like this gets a pass at being made and possibly air somewhere, or at least gets distributed somewhere. But meanwhile, there's tons of other things and more fulfilling stories that struggle to get made. Like, come on. It's really weird. It's re- Oh, God. It's, it's not it's even... So it's so bizarre. It's like, not I, I, it, it, and it's, again, it's, again, the issue is, like, this is blatantly pornography in a sense to someone it's not showing anything not showing much at least but it's pornography at friend like how like what is the decision behind like you know let's yeah we're gonna we're gonna get this made you know let's put it out there but me yeah but like i said meanwhile there's some other things that could be made mm-hmm. i don't know what, what's sticking out and in the end this is not even gonna get like a mass release so it's not gonna make a lot of profit anyway it's gonna serve a very niche amount of people where whatever this is yielding, I don't think it's worth no. it, right? No. Right. But I do highly recommend, like, honestly, because I think that was, like, a very interesting thing to end up doing at some point, and it really does subvert your expectations, I think. But otherwise, it's it's otherwise it's pretty straight in terms of, like, what it's doing. And it's the same guy, from what I remember. I think it literally is the same guy. He's begging different people. Mm-hmm. He's begging different types of women, like, different, different, different tropes are, of course, dealt with, but... If you're able to will yourself to watch, hope you know, and you know, I hope I hope they don't stick it out then, so you can like quit early. 
<laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if they stick this baffling thing they do at the end. But I, if you're willing to lull yourself into keeping it up, I, I think like what they do is pretty satisfying with this bizarre thing they do. Again, it's a weird spoiler. I can't okay. describe it. But I thought it was like, wow, um, that's kind of funny. But then that's it. That's the only funny thing about it. It's like other than that, it's like, oh god, yeah, this is this is this is meant to serve one purpose only. Um, and this is why the the borderline between pleasure and pain is very thin, right? <laughs> sure is. And <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's true for what happens in that show, and it's true for me watching it, I guess, because I yeah. want to die watching it. But also, we, we we cracked some jokes, and you know, it's it's all subjective, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, res- respect women. <laughs> Thank Don't... you for your... Yeah, there you go. Uh, gay rights, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... be- really, really, the, th- the thing that I should just say is be normal. Just be, be normal. fucking normal. Like, that's, ac- that's actually it. Just be fucking normal. You'll- just you talk might to not- another person. Yeah, no matter what what kind of relationship you want with somebody, be normal. Alright, do we got anything else? I think that's it. Alright. No questions this time. Alright. I feel like everyone is, is powering up for Angel Beats. I, I'm not... I'm not sure why yet, but it feels like... Oh. It feels like people are just preparing to talk about Angel Beats. Okay, okay. Ooh, okay. Um, all right, yeah. As so, yeah, I mean, as always, if you want to send any questions or opinions about literally any anime, it can be any of them. I don't care. Yeah. You could tell me about all of them. Go ahead, tell me about like I don't know what's the thing stupid uh, pizza cat samurai pizza cats. Like, hey, don't talk shit about samurai pizza cats. <laughs> you could tell me about that. I would. I would love to hear it. Um, I would too. Yeah, or you yeah. know, Cat Planet Cuties. I'm just trying to think of all the, the weirdest <laughs> anime. Uh, Full Metal Panic, sure. You know, Full Metal Panic, if you want to talk about that, you could. Mm. Um, not One Piece, sorry. Again, we have that rule. Uh, yeah, no we one. don't let anyone talk about One <laughs> An Piece, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really an unspoken rule. We have been it speaking is, about it. Yeah. <laughs> it is like often And none of, none of them are allowed to talk about One Piece. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the, the fucked up part of the rule. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, so just, you know... Just Video game shoot.tumblr.com slash ask or Twitter. Just send it in. Whatever, you know? Hey. Um Okay. Uh you know, as always, you can get episodes of this show one week early by going to patreon.com slash VGCC. Three dollars gets you everything that we do. That is locked, anyways. Mm-hmm. One week early. Um yeah. Is any y'all got anything else you want to say before I no karate chop? No. All right. Cool. Karate chop. Uh, we are done. Uh, thank you all for joining me, and I hope you all have a good day, night, week, year, month. I always do that opposite. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>